Today's daf is Bavakama daf pei beis, and we are nine lines from the top of daf pei beis omed aleph asora takonois tikein ezra. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for achenu bnei yisrael hanasuna batzaru v'ashivya. Today's daf is also being learned the schos rufur shalema aharoin ben basya. So yesterday's daf mitchila va'atzayif until the raid, focused exclusively on the Asara Tnoin Shehisna Yehoshua Benon. So when the Yidin entered Eretz Yisrael for the first time, Bimei Yeshua Benon, Yeshua Benon, who was the leader of the Yidin, made ten Takanos, the Gemara refers to them as ten Tnoin, that the Yidin that were going to settle the land would abide by. Today's daf is going to focus on ten takonos that were instituted by Ezra HaSoifer. Now, from a pure historical perspective, Yeshua Benun led the Yidin into Eretz Yisrael the first time they entered Eretz Yisrael, when they left Mitzrayim. Ezra led the Yidin into Eretz Yisrael the second time they entered Eretz Yisrael, after the first base Hamikdash had been destroyed and the Yidin were in Golos for 70 years. The second kivush, that was led by Ezra. Now the truth is, and we've spoken about this many times over the years, that if you know the history, by learning Sefer Ezra, Nehemiah, the Teresh of Alpeh, we know that the first Jews that settled the land, be made by Yesheni, did not do so under the guidance of Ezra. In fact, Ezra stayed behind for several years. He didn't come to Eretz Yisrael until the Beis HaMikdash had been rebuilt. The Gemara Masechtis Megillah asks why. And the Gemara says, because his Rebbe Baruch ben Neria, who was a protege of Yirmiyol Anavi, was alive, and he was learning Torah by his Rebbe, But that Kufa and all the Yidin during that Kufa, and the Kibosh of that Kufa is all credited to Ezra, regardless. Ezra is the Gadol Adar, the second time the Yidin enter Eretz Yisrael, and just like his predecessor, Yeshua Benun, he instituted ten Takanas. And the Gemara now, and it's going to be the topic of the Daf, is going to discuss those ten Takanas. So the Gemara, Asara Takanas, Tikein Ezra, Ezra made ten Takanas, number one, Shekairim b'mincha b'shabes, mincha, Shabbos, we go vayihib ben soya aroin, we lay in from a Sefer Torah. Number two, the Koyrim Besheni Ubechamishi, Kriya Satoira on Mondays and Thursdays. The Donin Besheni Ubechamishi, the Bate Dinim, the courts should convene on Mondays and Thursdays. Umechabsim Bechamishi Beshabbos, you should do laundry on Thursday to prepare for Shabbos. Vaoichlin Shum Beherev Shabbos, you should eat garlic on Erev Shabbos. Vishate Isha Mashkemes Vaoifa, a woman that's baking should wake up fartogs, she should wake up early in the morning and that's when she should bake. Vishate Isha Chaygeres Besinar, women should wear a sinar, that's a certain type of undergarment. Vishate Isha Chaifefes Vitaveles, a woman should comb her hair before she's tied in the mikvah. Vishayu Roichlin Machzirim Bayores, there should be peddlers that go from city to city to sell perfumes for the women. Additionally, Ezra was masakin that a balkeri should be toivo in a mikvah. Either way, these are the outline of the ten takonos of Ezra. The Gemara now is going to do what it did in yesterday's daf. It's going to go through each one individually. Number one, Ezra's first takona was that the Yidin on Mincha should lane from a Sefer Torah. 
What's the reason? Mishum Yoishvekronis. He did so because of the Yoishvekronis. Now, ordinarily, when you think of Yoishvekronis, what do you think of? Baklunim Balaz. If you look at Rashi, Rashi doesn't say that. Rashi says, who were the Yoishvei Kronis? Yoishvei Chanuyos. These were people that sat in their stores, call you Moisachoyl, the entire week, and Oiskim Beschayra, they were busy making Parnasa. And these people couldn't even make it to Shul on Sheni Vechamishi. The Tikkun, Bigeinayu Kriya Yosef. So he wanted them to have an extra Kriya Satayra. And this extra Kriya Satayra was manifest by Shah. The second one of the Takanas was that you should have Kriya Satayra on Mondays and Thursdays by Shachos. Is this something that Ezra was Mesakin by Mekorah? This is an old Takana, the time you've been going to the so it says in the Torah, and this is in Parshas Beshalach, right after Kriya Siyamsov. Vayasa Moshe Asisrom Yamsov. Literally, after the sea was split. They went three days in the Midbar, and they couldn't find water. Of course, this is this week's parasha. And Pashab Shad in the Pasik is that literally they had no water. They ended up in Mara. But Chazal says the Gemara, Darshe Rishu Esamru, the Darshe Rishu Mois said, Eimayim Elotayra, that although Pashup Shan and the Pasik is that they physically didn't have any water, but really you have to Darshan this Pasik homiletically. And Eimayim Elotayra. So when the Pasik says, Velay Matsu Mayim, what it means is they had no Tayra. And where do you find that water and Tayra? Are synonymous shenemar hoy called summer luchulamayim. So the yidden went three days without tayra. Kimish al kushloish tzgam b'lei tayra nil. They became very very weak. Amdu neviim shabeneim. So the neviim that were amongst them got up. They tiknu lehem and they made a takana shiu koyim b'shabes. You should lean from the sefer tayra on shabes. Umafsikim echa b'shabes. Don't lean on Sunday. The koyim b'sheni you lean again on Monday. Umafsikim shlishit b'ravi. You don't have to lean on Tuesday and Wednesday. The koyim b'chamishi you should lean on Thursday. Umafsikim of Shabbos and not on Friday and what's the purpose of this that the Yiddin should never find themselves in a situation like this again where they went three days without Torah but what do you see that the origin of the Takana of leaning from a Sefer Torah Mondays and Thursdays goes back to the Nevi'im Shebeinayim it was the prophets at the time that the Yiddin had left Mitzrayim so the Gemara's cash is could this be one of Ezra's ten Takanas seems that this is a takana that predates Ezra a very, very long time. And for the Gemara, you have to say, that me'ikara, it's true. This takana of leaning on Mondays and Thursdays is an old takana. However, the original takana was tiknu chad gavr One person would go up to the Sefer Torah, he would lane three psukim, and that would be the way we fulfilled the Kriya Satar. Inami, or maybe, Tlasagavri, three people would go up for an Aliyah, and Tlasapsuki. But between the three, all there were was three Psukim, meaning each person that was Oilul Atayra just read one Pasik. Why would there be three Oilim, and why would there be three Psukim? Keneged Kayhanim Levim Yisraelim. Also, who? Ezra came along, and Tikein, he was Mesakin, Tlosa, Gavri, Vasara Psukim, that three people should be Oilo Keneged Kayhanim Levim Yisraelim. But between the three of them, they should read ten Psukim, Keneged Asara Batlonim. And the reason you should lane ten Psukim is Keneged Asara Batlonim. So what does Batlonim mean? Here, it's not the Yoshvei Kronis of a few lines ago, but Rashi says these were B'nai Adim Ksherim that were B'telem in Milachdom, Lasik Petzar Chitzibor. So back in the day, uh, 
proper city would have 10 Yidin that would sit in the base Aknesis, in the base Medrash the entire day. Their job was to make sure there was always a minion. Their job was to make sure that there were always going to be people that were sitting and learning. And they get a very prominent shout out every time we open up a Sefer Torah. Keneged Kohanim Leviim V'Yisraelim. Three people are Eilu L'Tayra. And Keneged these Asara Batlanim. Underrated how important they are. We read ten Psukim from the Sefer Torah. So the bottom line is, the Gemara says that although the second of the ten Takanas of Ezra was that we should read from a Sefer Torah, B'Sheni B'Chamishi, the truth is that the Iker Takana goes back to the Nevi'im from the times of Moshe Rabbeinu. What then did Ezra institute? He was misaking that there should be three people that are oil and that they should lean no less than ten psokim. So a few things. Number one, the reason the original takana was to lean Mondays and Thursdays was based on a pasik and there's an Indian of not going three days without learning Torah. Yidin then went three days without learning Torah, and to prevent this from ever happening again, what we do is we read from the Sefer Torah. So the question is, if the objective is simply not to go three days without learning Torah, then why Kriya Torah on Mondays and Thursdays? There are other ways that this could have been worked out. So why is it that the Takona was that it should be B'Sheni B'Chamishi? Toysus asks Kasha, Dibra Maschul, Kadesh Yalinu, Gimel Yama B'Lei Teira, and Toysus says as follows, V'yeshloimah, Mishum Da'amina B'Medrish, the Medrish says, Moish Rabbeinu, Olav HaShalom, Olav HaChamishi, L'Kabal Luchos HaChroinos, Moish Rabbeinu went up to be Mekabal the Luchos on a Thursday. V'yorad, and he came down, B'Sheni on a Monday. When Moish Rabbeinu went up to Shemayim to be Mekabal the Luchos Shniyos, he went up on a Thursday and he came down on a Monday. Now, the Indian of Luchos Shniyos was a very, very big deal because when the Yidin got the first Luchos, it didn't go very well. They were broken and the Chet Egel and Moish Rabbeinu went up to Shemayim and he, he went again and again to Davin until finally, Vayoyim HaShem Salachti Kedvarecha, the Yidin was Zoycha to Slicha Mechila and they got the Luchos Shniyos. And the Ace Rotson of getting the Luchos Shniyos was Gewalt. In fact, the Yimei Elul and Rosh Hashanah, Seres Yimei Tshuva, Yom Kippur, it's connected those 40 days when Moish Rabbeinu ultimately got the Luchos Shniyos. So those 40 days go down in history as maybe the greatest Days of Yemei Rachamim and days of Es Ratzin. Moshe Rabbeinu's Aliyah and Yerida were on a Thursday and a Monday, respectively, and that's when Monday and Thursday became the days. That's why Tainus, Bahab, and that's why Mondays and Thursdays are always associated with, with Yemei Ratzin. It's related to the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu went up on a Thursday, came down on a Monday to be Mechabal. The Luchos It's interesting. The Gemara says, "Amdu Neviim Shabbat Neiim V'tiknulem Shiukayim B'Shabbos." That who is the ones that made this Takana back in the day? The original Takana of Kriyas Atayr B'Shenu B'Chamishi. It was the Neviim B'Mei Moshe. If you look at the Loshen Rambam, this is in Hilchas Tefilah Perik Yudbeis Alocha Aleph. This is where the Rambam talks about the laws of Kriyas Atayr. Says the Rambam, Moshe Rabbeinu Tike. Made a that there should be Kriya Satayra on Shabbos and there should be Kriya Satayra on Mondays and Thursdays. From the Lashon Rambam, it sounds like it was Moshe Rabbeinu himself that made the Takano. 
It's not the Lashon HaGemara. Amdu Nevi'im Shebeinayim V'tiknu lahem. Kasef Mishnah asks the Kasha. From the Gemara, it sounds like it was the Nevi'im Shebeinayim. The Rambam's Lashon is that it was Moshe Rabbeinu himself. And the Kasef Mishnah says that you have to say that being that Moshe Rabbeinu was the Av of the Nevi'im, certainly the Av of the Nevi'im of that Dar, and all the Nevi'im of that generation were based Dinoi, and it's posh, they wouldn't have done anything without his heskin. Meaning, really, it was put in place by Moshe Rabbeinu's bezdin. But being that Moshe Rabbeinu was the av bezdin, and nothing would have happened without Moshe Rabbeinu, so it's for that reason that at the end of the day, the Rambam attributed it to Moshe Rabbeinu, but the MS is, it's like the Gemara says, Lav Davka Moshe Rabbeinu did it. It was done by Haskamasa, and it was done under his governance, and that's why it's attributed to him. It's interesting that you find different takanas that were instituted by Moshe Rabbeinu. Just one beautiful Lashna Medrash. The Medrash is in Parshas Vayikra Aleph Gimel. And the Medrash over there is talking, Dover Be'itoi, about the ten names of Moshe Rabbeinu. So Chazal say that Moshe Rabbeinu had ten names, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe that even though you have all these names, the name I'm going to refer to you by is the name that Basya Baspara gave you. One of the names that Moshe Rabbeinu had was Avigdor. So why was Moshe Rabbeinu called Avigdor? Rav Huna Baracha Omar, Harbei Goydrin Omduli Yisrael. There were many leaders that made Gedorim for Kala Yisrael. V'zeh hoya avion shalkula. But Moshe Rabbeinu was Avi Gedor. He was the Av of all the Goydre Gedorim. Gedorim atakonis. That's what we're talking about. So Moshe Rabbeinu is Avigdor. This goes down as one of the takonis of Moshe Rabbeinu. Zok to Gemara Vaita. V'donin Besheni u'bechamishi. Another one of the takanas of Ezra's was that Bezdin should convene on Mondays and Thursdays. Why Monday and Thursday? The shechichi, the asul mikrav Because we just said that the yidin used to make sure that they could hear Kriyas Torah on Mondays and Thursdays. So what happened is people that lived in the Derflach, they would come to the bigger cities, they knew that this is the day they have to come in for Kriyas Torah. So it made a lot of sense. It was just convenient that on that day is the day that the Bate Dinam would convene, and that's why the Bezdin would convene on Mondays and Thursdays. Now it sounds like Ezra made a Takona, that you should have Bate Dinam Kavu on Mondays and Thursdays. Before Ezra, you didn't have uh, Bezdin necessarily on Monday and Thursday. Now, because of the Takana of Ezra, there's a Takana, oh, people are coming, let them be able to deal with all their small claims, court-related issues. So like this, they'll be able to approach the Bezdin. Taisvah says, that's not the Pshat. Taisvah says, it's a Mephorish of Gemara, Ksubis Taf Gimel Amadala. The first mission of Masech is Ksubis, Psulin Nises, Luyoy Maravi. Right? A psula is supposed to get married to Yomaravi. What's the reason? Because what happens if somebody gets married thinking he's marrying the psula and then he comes with a taino Pesach Pesuach Matsasi or he comes with a taino he says So he has to deal with it immediately before he comes down. So the Dafka wanted that the Biri Shoyna should be meaning Wednesday night, because Bezdin's going to be there on Thursday morning, because Pamayim, it was twice a week, that Bezdin would convene, it was on Mondays and Thursdays. So why not Sunday night? Shocked, right? That's because it was that base. So the Gemara says like this, This halacha, this is only true, from the time of the Takonas Ezra. 
Unsere Takana says, Shein Bate Din in Kfuyen, Ella Beshein Bechamishi. Because it was then that Bezin would convene on Mondays and Thursdays. Avokoidim Takana says, But before Takana says, Shabate Dinim Kfuyen Bechol Yoim. That Bezin used to convene every day. Isha Nisis Bechol Yoim. A woman's allowed to get married on every day. So it sounds like, to Mufurish Gemara, that what was before the Takana of Ezra? Every day Bezin would convene. So Frey Toysis, so what was Ezra's contribution? His Takana was that Bezin shouldn't convene every day. They should only convene on Mondays and Thursdays. It's a palace, says Toysis. For Omer Rabbeinu Tam. So Toysis says in the name of Rabbeinu Tam that you have to say that although it's true the Gemara says that Bezin used to convene every day, however, they would only be in one city. So really, Ezra's Takana was... Twofold. It was Tarte Bamashma. Number one, he said, every day is not the way it's going to be anymore. From now on, it's only going to be Mondays and Thursdays. There, he was mitigating the amount of time that Bezdin would convene. But at the same time, he was being Moisif also. He said, it's not only going to be Birachas anymore. This is something that's going to have to be Bechol Ir Vir. Another one of the was what? That the laundry, the Kovit Shabbos, should be done. Every single week, and it should be done on Thursday. The truth is, this is also a little bit of a chiddush. And the reason is, the Mechaber says in Simon Reish Nun and Hilcha Shabbos, Sifalof, Yashkin Baboiker Beyom Shishi, Lahachin Sarche Shabbos. A person should wake up early on Friday to prepare for Shabbos. Old school. Yishtado Lahachin Baatzmoy Shum Double the Sarche Shabbos, Kedel Lachabdi. Because we find Rav Chizda did this, and Rav Yosef did that, and Rav Nachman did that. Very famous Halachin Shulchanar. But what's the Mechaber? Yashkin Baboiker Beyom Shishi, Lahachin Sarche Shabbos. The Mogan Avram says, Quote, that you have to be medayik the lashon of the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch says that what's the best time to prepare for Shabbos? Early on Friday. By the way, it's learned out from this week's parasha, from the parasha Saman. They used to wake up early to collect the month. But the point is that you're supposed to do it dafka on Friday and not do it on Thursday. The Taz says the same thing. But the point is, it's supposed to be Dafka Mashishi. It's even learned out from a Bosik. Here we have a din that the Takanas Ezra was. Then when should you do the laundry? You should do it on Thursday. Just a little bit of a Either way. Another one of the Takanas Ezra's was that. A person should eat shum, he should eat garlic on Erev Shabbos. What's the reason? Mishum oino. It's related to the fact that there's a mitzvah of oino, tashmish, on Friday night, and to prepare for the oino, you should eat shum. I mean, where do you find this Indian of oino on Friday night? It's based on that possible. Someone that's Meshamish Mitosim, Erev Shabbos, Erev Shabbos, and Erev Shabbos is Lav Dafka. It's Midlel Shabbos, Lalel Shabbos. He's Mekayim, this Indian of Ashapirio. When it talks about all the different chiyuve oyna, depending on who the person is and what his parnos is, so oyna's talmud chacham is me erev shabbos erev shabbos. Then mekayim this Indian of ashimperio yitem beitah. So being that there's a mitzvah of oyna on Friday night, there's a mitzvah to eat shum on erev shabbos. Now, what does one have to do with the other? So the segue is the brayso. There are five things that were said regarding garlic. Masbia satiates a person. 
Umashchen, it warms a person. Umatzelponim, it causes a person's face to glow. Umarba hazera, it increases zera. Vahoyrekinim shebnei meayim, and if a person has kinim inside his bnei meayim, inside his testins, it's going to kill these viruses and bacteria. Vieshoyim, and some say machnes ahava, it causes a person to have ahava. Umoitzias akina, and it causes a person to get rid of his kina. The point is. The ikr of these things that we need is the fact that it's mar bezera. And being that shum is mar bezera, and ashapiri yitain bi'itoi, zam nishamish mitasoi, l'erev Shabbos, l'erev Shabbos, it's for that reason Ezra made a takana that a person should eat shum on erev Shabbos. This is also something that we've spoken about in the past. But just one mar that's worth chazering, and that is that it's brought down in the Maisera from the Vilna Goyen, that the Vilna Goyen was very makbid on eating shum on Erev Shabbos, they actually bring that he was makbid to eat shum belel Shabbos, and he was very makbid that his Talmidim do the same thing. But there's one very big chiddush there. Reading inside, it's Sif Kotten Kuf Chav Dalet. Mitakonas Ezra lechol shum belel Shabbos bein nasui ubein cheinoi nasui. He held that whether you're married or whether you're not married, this is something that you should do. They bring a ma'isa. Here on the side of the fancy editions of the Meiser Rav, quote: "The Sipperli Rav Agoyin Rab Yisrael Hamoyret Sedek Devilma Shehigedloi Harav Amechaber Chayi Adam Zecherin Olavracha." So this is a Meiser that's being said over in the name of the Chayi Adam. Ashapam Achas Yosher Lufnei Agoyin Achosit VeGam Talmidav Hagdolim Yoshvu Sabad Shulchan Erev Shabbos Kodesh. So it was Erev Shabbos and the Chayi Adam together with the Talmidei Agro were sitting together. The Yisrael and Agoyin and the Vilna Goyin asked the Talmidim and Hechinu. If they prepared shum garlic to eat Friday night, based on takanas esr, they shivu had talmidim. So the talmidim responded, "Haloi loy nochin lanu kiim isha atzura lanu." That right now it's not negayah to eat shum, and as a result, we didn't prepare shum. The heishiv lema goyin. So the goyin told her, "Imkain loyia mila b'shmini." That's the case. So why are we doing bris mila on day day? Let's do it on another day. So the Chayyadam was one of the Talmidim that was sitting there. So he chopped immediately what the guy was trying to say. And he said, I know what the Rebbe means. The Gemara says, My time, Umr, Torah, Mila, Bishmini. Why is it that Prismila is on the eighth day? Because we don't want that everybody should be Basimcha and the father and the mother of this child should be Ba'atzvos. Once upon a time, when a woman had a baby, she was Tommy only seven days. Any dam that she would see after the seventh day was dam tohar. And as a result, she wasn't going to be tummy anymore. It's not the way it is hayoy. But this is once upon a time the way it was. And the Gemara says that's why Mila's bishmini, because being the Midai a woman who has a baby is only a nida for seven days. And during those seven days, she's ba'atzvos. And as a result, he's also ba'atzvos. And you're going to make us party, suta smitzvah, brismila, sasa noichi alim rasecha. It's not appropriate. She'i ukulam smechim vaviv. So the Torah said, wait until this man of Nita passes. Like this, everybody's going to be besimcha. So the Chayadim says, oh, I know what the Rebbe means. That if you're going to tell me that the only time Takonis are Negeya is when the Tam is Negeya, so why do you have Mila Bichmini? Mila Bichmini Chazal gave a reason. This reason is not Negeya anymore, because today, uh, your lettuce is Tommy until she doesn't see any Dam anymore. There's no Dam Tahar, or at the very least, it's not more complicated. So if that's the case, so why do you have Mila Bichmini and the Chayodim said 
that after I said what I said, and he says, that's exactly what I was trying to say. And Emma says that this Indian of the Vilna Goyen, that the Goyen held, that even though the Siba of the Takona of Shum was to be Marbezera, and it's based on Ashapiri Yit and Beita, because Einestamut Chacham is Meir of Shabbos, Meir of Shabbos. But it doesn't necessarily only apply to those types of situations. It's Negea Bein Nasoi, Bein Sheenei Nasoi, and it was Negea the Talmidi Agro, even though Isha Atzurolano, even though it wasn't really Negea for them then. And this is the guy in very much Lashitasoi, who Kiyodua used to say that every time Chazal will Megalatas a Tam in a Halacha, that's only the Tam Nikla. But there's also a Tam Nistar. And being that there's also a Tam Nistar, just because the Tam Nigla is bottled doesn't necessarily mean that the Tam Nistar is bottled. Meaning, the Tam Nigla of why Milas Bishmini is Shlayiu, Kulam Smechem, for other Vimayat Sevim. But Kamuvin, there's a Tam Nistar also as to why Milas Bishmini. Chazal in different places, and the Swarmak Toshim for sure were Megalotas, different Taimim Nistarim as to what the reason is. The same is true for Takonas Chazal. Every single Takonas, even the Takonas Ezra of eating. Shum, the Tam Nigla, he was Megaltos. But there's a Tam Nista, and this was the Shita Sagra, Kiyodua. Another classic example of where the Goyen held this was with regards to Mashkin Megulan. In the times of Chazal, like one of the worst things you could do is you can drink from a Mashkin that was left uncovered overnight. And one of the worst things, literally, because Chamir Sakante Meisura, and you find a Mashkin Megulan was treated more stringently than Machalos Asuras. The Shulchan Aruch says, not Why? Because today you don't have snakes crawling in your living room, potentially depositing a little bit of venom inside a, an orange juice that was left uncovered overnight. But the going was very, very mocked on Megulin. Kiyodua. And it was for this reason, because he said that even though the Chazals were Megalitos, that the reason you're not allowed to drink Megulin is because of the Sakana, but at the same time, that's only the Tam Nigloth. There's also a Tam Nister. Either way, a woman who's going to bake, she'll wake up early in the morning and she should bake. And what's the reason for that? They should take pass Mitzuyelanim, like this Tani, and they wake up in the morning and they're hungry. So, They'll be able to knock on people's doors and the women are going to have what to give them. And a woman should wear a sinner. And a woman should comb her hair before she goes to the mikvah. That's a din deiraisa. This is a takona. says, why is it a din deiraisa? And from that pasuk we learn, a person that's tommy and goes to the mikvah, you have to make sure that psore makes direct contact with mine. This is the makar tachatzitza. You're not allowed to have anything between psore now it says, the word S is Lerabos. S is coming to teach me how tough Lubsare. That even something that's tough Lubsare also has the halacha that there can't be anything chaitzitz inside of it. What is that? Sar. Meaning, you can't have a chatzitza in the hair either. So, Kamuvin, you would have to comb the hair to make sure there's no knots and to make sure there's no foreign substance over there because it's included in the halachas of chatzitza. So, what was the chiddush of Ashes? Gemara says, Amrita, Midday rice, so you have an obligation to inspect. Maybe there's a knot, Inami Mos, Midi, or maybe there's something dirty there, Misham chatzitza. But also, Iyu, however, Esmer came along and he was masakin that what? Tikin Khafifa, they have to proactively go and you're gonna to have to comb the hip. She Ruchlin Machazrin Ba'ayoris. Another takona that he made was that the Ruchlin should go from city to city. What's the reason for this? Mishum Tachshite Noshem that 
they should be able to sell perfumes so that the women will not be in the eyes of their husbands. So he made a takana that women should always have these different kishutim available to themselves. But I had a question from the ten takanas that Ezra was masakin. There's a few famous ones. This is the most famous. Ezra was masakin that a balkari should be titled, known as Tfilas Ezra. Says the Gemara. Ezra was masakin that a balkari has to be toivel dairaisa who it's a din dairaisa dechsev it says in the toiv ishki seitz bimenu shich vazera verochatz es besorei b'mayim so a balkari the ishki seitz bimenu shich vazera what does he have to do he has to become tar verochatz es besorei b'mayim so what's his chiddush that he was masakin tefila zok to gemara dairaisa b'chuma v'kachim it's true it's a pasuk in the Torah that a balkari is tummy but this pasuk in the Torah is only negaya with regards to eating truma and eating kachim also iu Ezra came along. Tikein, he was Masakin, Afilu Ludivre Torah. That if a Balkari wants to learn Torah, he first has to be Taibo. In other words, he wasn't Mechadish Tomas Kerry. That's a Pasuk in the Torah. But Tomas Kerry in the Torah is Negea. Kachim, it's Negea when most Tomas Negea. Ezra said a very big chiddush. She said Tomas Kerry is going to be unique. That it's even Chal Klapi Divre Torah. That if someone's Tommy Tomas Kerry, he is not allowed to learn Torah. Now, this takana of Ezra is a very controversial takana in the sense that already in the times of the Tanan, there was a great debate whether or not this is something that you have to be chayish for. In fact, if you take a look at the top toysfus on the the opening words of toysfus, we don't paskin like this takana of Ezra. Ella, we paskin Kreb Yehuda ben Beseher, the Omar who said, Divrei Torah, ain't mekablin tumul. Kidar mina b'reishas hagez, chulun kuflamid vav, ubemisha mesu, brachis chavbez, that ho'idna nog, alma katlasi sabi. So it says, toysfus, that even though the tenth of the takanas of Ezra was, tefilas Ezra, that a Balkari is not let to learn Torah, unless he goes to the mikvah, we don't pass in this way because there's a Tana Rabbi Yudim and Maseri that was Chaylik and the Gemara already says and therefore this is something that's not this is the obvious question how could Rabbi Yudim and Maseri go and undo a Takon of Ezra I mean Rabbi Yudim and Maseri had great credentials but Ezra ain't best than Yochel of Akhletivre Chaveroi Ella Imken Godom Imenu Bechachel of Aminyan Ezra is on the level of Moshe Rabbeinu, how is it possible that Rabbi Yehuda ben Beseira could have possibly undone a takana of Ezra? And Taisa says three terutsam. Just read them inside. Maybe he's chaylik. Maybe he didn't agree with the whole premise that this was one of the takanas of Ezra. Maybe he was of the opinion that when Ezra made the original takana, he included a caveat. And he said that if at any point in the future there's going to be a peasant that's going to feel that this is not something we should do, so he has a right to do that. Inami, alternatively, it could be this takana never really spread, and there's a... Klal, it's based on the sugi of Shem and Akum, that if you have a takana that for whatever reason didn't take root, this is something that you have to do. But Al Kaponim, Taisva says that even though this is one of the ten takanas of Ezra, like Kaimalon Hachi, now this is really a whole Indian that's worth talking about for a very long time. We're not going to, but Baruch Hashem, we have three related raid bites on this Indian already posted. Ayin Sham. Regardless, this concludes. The ten takanas of Ezra. So yesterday's daf, we had the ten takanas of Yeshua Benut, or the ten tnoim of Yeshua Benut. In today's daf, we had the ten takanas of Ezra. Just a few observations. Number one. 
the Torah is chayim. On today's daf, daf pei beis amad aleph, eser takon is tikein eser. Says kol lefi. Shabir Rishoyna, Shabo Yisrael La'aretz, Hoysa Yudei Yeshua. The first time the Yidin entered Eretz Yisrael, they came, Al Yudei Yeshua Beno. Ubi Yishniya, and the second time the Yidin entered Eretz Yisrael, Hoysa Yudei Yeshua. They came with Ezra. Lakach, ki heichi shehisnu Yeshua, v'tikein asorot non, lahanogosan v'toivosan shal Yisrael. Just like Yeshua and Beno made ten takonis, v'toivosan shal Yisrael. Kach tikein Ezra, Ezra takonis, lahanogosan v'toivosan shal Yisrael. Ezra followed the lead of Yeshua Beno, and he did the same thing. See, he saw his predecessor, Yeshua Benon, make ten takonas l'toivosin shal Yisrael. So he felt that I'm going to do the same thing. And he adds a geshmak k'nech. The hukshu b'yo is l'hadadi. Because we find that b'yo rishoyin and b'yo shniya, the first and second times that Yidin entered Eretz Yisrael were hukshu l'hadadi. Kedi'isa v'parek chelik, it's also gemar brachas, daftalit, ad yavar amcha Hashem, all this week's parasha. Zubir Rishnoyna, Ad Yavar, Amzukonisa, Zubir Shniya. And the Gemara says, Emmeyata, Ruin Ho Yisro, Lassus Lemnes, in the times of Ezra, like they had in the times of Yeshua Benon. Why didn't they get there? Why did the sea not split when the Yudin entered into Israel the second time? Why were they not able to fend off the Lamudvav Malachim the way they did it the first time? Because. But the point is that there was a heckish between the Birishon and Birishniyah, and Ezra understood that what that meant was that the Birishniyah was supposed to be may end the Birishon. So if Yeshua Benun made ten takanas, he understood this was a calling to him. There's a hekish here. The ain't mishivan ala hekish. You have to take it to the max. And therefore he went and he made ten takanas. So the Yisoyed of Ezra's ten takanas are related to the fact that Yeshua Benun also made ten takanas. But the truth is, if you think about it, the ten takanas of Yeshua Benun and the ten takanas of Ezra are literally the only tzadah is that they're ten takanas but they're like no shaykhis Yeshua Benun is talking to farmers I mean every single halacha you could take the hizmi vihigi but only if they're mechuber and even then only if they're lach and even then make sure you don't pull the whole root out of it and if you want to cut off someone shoots, whatever that is, from someone's tree. So if it's a zayis, you have to leave over two grufios, Rashi says, two fistfuls, place the springs from the Arach, a different shot. Right, it's a whole bunch of agricultural takonis. Ezra's talking about Kriya Tvilas Ezra. It's a whole different Indian, which is, Enoi Oimer Elodur Shuni. I'll leave that for the Chaikrim and the, for the Chavit to figure out. But I'll just tell you one beautiful Maramakim that Levi Chomsky showed me. And that is, Rameh Simcha, in an Orsameach, it's in Hilchas Yisur it's Perig Dalit, Halacha Ches, it's at the end of a shtickle, this is really tucked away. So he's muching is Rameh Simcha on a Rambam in Hilchas Tfilo. And Kedarki Bakoidesh, at the very, very end of a long piece, he says as follows, V'oid, Da'ama'ayin Yira, if you look at all the takanas of Ezra, none of them are avigdar. None of them are really snyogim for the Torah. Rak, takanas, all of his takanas were things, shehemu el kiyum ha'uma, u'lechayi ha'mishpacha. 
all ten takanas of Ezra were things that were put into place for the Kiyama Ummah to make sure the Klai Yisrael is going to be able to survive as a nation. And not just that, that the families are going to be intact. That people should feel Mekusha to their wives. And they shouldn't divorce them. Because you find that the Novi Malachi was very worried. He was screaming about the Kiyama Ummah. And he was worried about the Shalom Bayis of Klai Yisrael at that time. And who's Malachi? Asher, who Ezra? The Rav Nachman. The Mesechus Megil. Daftes Vav Amenal. And Rav Nachman holds that Malachi was Ezra. So you see that this was something that was on his mind. We took him in Malachi. And all of the Takonis are all going on that era. V'lochein Tikein Ruchem V'chafifa. So he goes on and he starts explaining. He says that's why he was Mesachin, that you should have the Ruchlin. You should have the peddlers going selling these perfumes. And he was Mesachin Chafifa. Shemi Yimotze Bar See, he wanted they should have perfumes. Nima matzah, the sugya pelagish pelagish begiver, right? What happened because of a nima matzah? See, he didn't want to have that. Additionally, v'tikein shiu mechapsin, he was masakin that they should wash their clothing. It should be clean. V'oichlin shum. For what? For oynes talmud chacham. V'gam tefilu lebali kroyin shalayu mitzuyim esh tzel nishay seim ketar negoylem. Which is a good thing. So, like this, because otherwise she won't be Chaviva Olive anymore. I'm skipping a little bit. He says, This is an Indian of Das. He says, At that time, right, the Psukim and Ezra say that the Yidim were married to Noshim Nachrias. He wanted them to divorce Noshim Nachrias. And instead, they should take Nishay Yisrael, but he had to make sure that the Nishay Yisrael were going to be chavivim lohem, and that's what he was being misakin. So what is he worried about? He's worried about, you have to make sure you learn Torah. So you can't go three days without learning Torah, and Moshe Rabbeinu had three psokim, we're going to go kineged asar batlon, and we're going to make sure that there's ten psokim. Additionally, what about the Yoshe Kronis? They don't even make it to shul on Monday and Thursday. Okay, it's like this Shabbos Mincha. And at the same time, he's worried about being mechazik to Shalom Bayis. This is what Ramea Simcha refers to as Dvorim Hamoyilim El Kiyama Uma Lechaya Mishpacha. Is that Baru Etzli says Ramea Simcha? I am some beautiful Lashonis Kedarke Bakoyish. But just to give you a little bit of an idea of what these ten Takonas are, these are not ten different Siogim for Dine De Raisa. His Kivun and Yeshua Benun's Kivun is very, very different. When Yeshua Benun took the Yidden into Eretz Yisrael, he brought a Dardaya into Eretz Yisrael. Right? The Pasik says, and then they say to Yeshua, that Kol Yimei Yeshua, the Yidden didn't do one Avera. Right? Chet Chati Yisrael was one person, Achan. But the most utopian time, in Jewish history, was the time of Yeshua Benon, even more so than Moshe Rabbeinu. But during this matter of Yeshua Benon, it was literally a Dardaya. So Yeshua Benon, what were his takanas? You could take this wood, your animals can go in the forest, but only if it's a daka begasa, not a daka bedaka, gasa begasa, okay, not if it's a gasa bedaka. Ezra came into a whole different world, and the world that he saw was a world where the Kiyama Uma was at risk, and he was so worried about Vosgate Zion, and therefore he made these ten takanas, the aside of these takanas wasn't to be mechaz the side of these Takana was to save the nation. That's what he was trying to do. It was Kiyama Uma and Kiyama Mishpacha. That's what's underpinning, says Rameh Simcha, all ten Takanas of Ezra. So we talked about the ten Tenoim of Yeshua Benon. We talked about the ten Takanas of Ezra. And now we have Asara Dvarim Nemrubi Yerushalayim. There were ten things that were said regarding Yerushalayim. Number one, Eina Bayis Cholotba. Bayis is not Cholot. In Yerushalayim. What does that mean? We know the halach is that if somebody sells a 
house in a city that's walled, going back to the times of Yeshua Benon, so there's a whole Shulchan Aruch. The first year that you sell it, you can redeem it. After that, it's Chalot. You can't redeem it anymore. That law does not apply in Yerushalayim, despite the fact that Yerushalayim was Mukhefes Chaim. The city of Yerushalayim will never bring an Egla Ruf. can't become an Eglarufa. Ve'enu metame benegon. House could become Tome Tumas Negoim, not if it's in Yerushalayim. The might see him bazizin vigzus teroyz. He's not allowed to have any beams or any porches protruding from Yerushalayim. The ain't oisim ba ashpatois. He can't have a garbage dump in Yerushalayim. The ain't oisim ba kivshoynois. Kivshoynois are like ovens that become very, very hot. You're not allowed to have that in Yerushalayim. The ain't oisim ba ganois upardesois. You're not allowed to have any gardens. Chutz miginois vrodem. With the exception of roses. Shahoyu mimois vim rishoynim. These. Gardens go back to the times of the Nevi'im Arishayim. Ve'im agadam on Tarnagoyim, you're not allowed to raise Tarnagoyim. Ve'im malinim ba'as ha'meis, you're not allowed to leave a mace overnight in Yerushalayim. In either way, these are the ten things that were said regarding Yerushalayim. The Gemara explains, in a bias cholaba, bias does not cholat in Yerushalayim dechsev, and it's based on the fact that it says in the Torah, v'kama bias ha'shaloi choymel etzmitzus l'koyno oysa l'deroysa. Right, where's the halacha of batia yerushalayim applied to someone that buys a house in such a city? Because sovar, and the ton of this price is of the opinion, when it's chalak Yerushalayim l'shvatin, that Yerushalayim can't be sold and it can't be bought, and the reason is because it was never nischalik to the Shvatim. This was a big machloikis tanan, whether when Yeshua Benun divided the land, was Yerushalayim included in the division or was it not included in the division? So this tan is of the opinion, and it's for that reason that you can't include Yerushalayim in this Pasik, because if it wasn't the Shvatim, then you can't sell it. It's public property. As a result, it can't be included. Except the Pasik says, it says that the city that brings Egla Rufa is going to be a city that the Ebishti gave you the Rishta. Again, Yerushalayim Lenis Chalka Lishvatim. So we didn't inherit Yerushalayim. They didn't Nasir Nidachas. Dechsev, Ircha, again. Orecha. The Yerushalayim Lenis Chalka Lishvatim. The Enabatame bin Egoim. Dechsev and Asati Negat Saras Beves Eretz Achuzaschem. The Yerushalayim Lenis Chalka Lishvatim. It's not something that we inherited. The Enabatame bin Zizen Uxusterois. What's the reason that you can't have any Zizen Uxusterois? Again, Zizen are beams, Gzusterois are porches of Erevan fame. So you can't have these things protruding from the sides of the houses. So there's two reasons. Number one, Oyolatomo, because we're afraid that what happens if there's a mace on the floor and somebody's going to be walking past the mace. He's going to know to avoid it, but he's going to look up. He's going to see he's underneath a porch or underneath a beam that has the proper dimensions to serve as an oil. It's going to come out. He was in the same oil as a mace. And now he's going to be tummy. And because of all the kachim that was in Yerushalayim, somebody you have to be more careful about Yerushalayim. Additionally, could be if these beams are going to be a little bit too low, so someone's going to bump into them. And as a result, they'll be hezek. And being that Yerushalayim sometimes was so packed, right? So he said, Maris, right, that was one of the ten miracles that took place. Really, you should have said, Sarli Amokim. So it was very, very uh, packed, and there were so many people there. And as a result, this is something you have to be worried more about in Yerushalayim. They so this is why you have to make sure there's no garbage on the Shrotzim, because it brings Shrotzim, and Shrotzim is going to be Metama, all the Kachim. And no Kivshoynois, you can't have these kilns, Mishum Kutra, because of the smoke. So what's so bad if there's smoke? Rashi says, it's going to cause the walls of Yerushalayim to become black. 
relax the Gnaihu. And we want Yerushalayim to be Klilas Yoifi. We don't want it to be dirty. There ain't Oisim Baganis of Pardesin. And the reason you can't have any of these gardens, Mishum Sircha, it's related to Sircha. So what does this mean? So Rashi has the gear, says Sirchoin, not Sircha. And he says two Pshatim. Number one, Asavim Royim, Hagdelim Shom, Vazarkim Machutz. What happens is if you have a garden, you're going to have bad grass and you're going to throw it away. And as a result, it's going to make a mess. You have to fertilize a garden. And there's also going to be a, a bad smell. So Rashi says two pshatim, and what this means seems like they're both true. Two things that we're worried about. Additionally, you can't have Tarnagolim. Mishum Kachim, we saw this already in the Mishnah, because the Tarnagol is Menakeba Ashba. We don't want the Tarnagol to take ash- share it from the Ashba and bring it to the Kachim. Additionally, you can't be male in a mace. That's Gemara. Rashi says, This is something that already doesn't have a time. Rabbi Vegar and Mishnayas on the Mishnah, on the Fine Testament days, where it says that. So he brings the kasha from the Ramami Pano. That the Ramami Pano asks that everyone knows the Mishnah Mesachdis Yuma Kara Hagever. Right? When the Gever used to make noise, the Oilam knew to get up and it's time to bring the carbon tomic and to do the Avaida and everything has to happen. And there's a machlaikis in the Gemara, what Kara Gever is. One Mandama says it was a person, a Vekker. But another Mandama says that what was the Gever? It was the rooster that used to make a noise. Freight, the Ramami Pano, that I thought is Allah in Megadlan, Tarnagoyim, Bushalayim. So how did they have the Kara Gever? So the Ramami Pano said that you see from here that when we say in Megadlan, Tarnagoyim, it means you can't let it roam. But Enochinami, if you kept it in a lul, Shaltarna Goylem, this is something that's going to be okay. Rip Kivegas Mitzayan, this right here on the Mishnais. Either way, exhale, we finish the dot.